So we're at South Sea Deli, hi, hi Lou. It's a brilliant, you can hear the hubbub in the background of all the people we've got here. So tell everyone about a little, about what this is gonna be um, for, to, for tonight. Yeah, so we realized, didn't we, that we've been doing the podcast for two years and all the guests that we'd had on the show, so, you know, like over 40 guests. And what we thought about was, where, when they came on the podcast, where they were in their journey, whether it might be with their business or the venture that they were doing, what they came on the podcast originally to talk about. Um, and we thought it'd be really nice to celebrate the two years and then get a few people that came on the podcast and then they could tell us, you know, what they're doing now. Is it different to what they were doing before? So some of the guests, like Dan from the South Sea Delhi, um, he started in a little place and now he's moved and he's expanded and, you know, he's doing lots more things than what he was doing when we originally spoke to him. So it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, so we're going to be um, recording a little chat with the people. So we just sit back and let everyone listen. Yeah, can't wait. Well, I'm here with Natty from Natty's Jerk Chicken. Now, it's over two years for, since we've last spoken to you. And there's so much stuff going on, haven't you, in the meantime? Um, yeah, there definitely has been. It's... Uh, Although two years has definitely shot by, yeah, but there's yeah. been um, yeah, a completely change in where we were. Because I think when we spoke last, we'd just gone into the house, left um, the outside in, because that had been shut because of COVID. Um, and we were doing deliveries from the house, um, which was, it was busy. But then I think things really stepped up for us. And, and your ovens blew up at one point, if I remember. Yeah, that's right. We, um, it was the, uh, the electrics. The electrics blew. We were putting too much current through the house. Yeah, we had we running our board, one of our electric boards in the house was uh, too old and it, it blew and uh, one of our customers came out and repaired it for us so we could keep serving chicken basically. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell us a bit. I mean, what the exciting bit now is around is crowdfunding. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So uh, we did. Um, we decided to do a crowdfunder. Well, I will say I felt a bit forced into the crowdfunding which is amazing now on the other side of it but we uh we a lot of changes i said over the last two years um we were in the house we grew uh, the business and through the support of the community the house became a bit too small for what we were doing so we found ourselves a small commercial kitchen on um, albert road um unfortunately that didn't quite work for us um, and we were in a position where we needed to find a new space um, that would enable us to give to everyone what we believed, give, give everyone what we wanted Natties to be. Um, but unfortunately, we were unable to, because of the price of rents and stuff that goes along with, with restaurants and spaces, uh, we were unable to, to, to do that. And a few of our customers, um, let's mention like the guys from South Sea Cycles, Liam, 
and uh, the guys from um, Pigeon Books, um, they um, persuaded us. Did they, did they bully you, Natalie? Did they? Yeah, I feel there was a bit of bullying. There was definitely a bit of bullying, a bit of arm twisting. But um, we spoke a number of times about, um, or we float the, the the idea of crowdfunding was floated. Um, I, at that point, I'll be honest, I didn't know a lot about it. It was only once they told me about it and I started doing a bit of research that I found that it wasn't just about me asking people for money, that we could actually do some form of exchange for, for money. So offering rewards, offering services that I know that we can deliver in, in exchange for some money up front for, to, that would enable us to do something that was for not just for us but for the community and make a great space. So uh, what's the figure at the moment to let everyone know? Well actually it finished on Monday. Um, we asked, we were looking for 17,500 um, and it finished on Monday night at uh, I think it was 22,800 pounds or something like that. That's fantastic. That's, that's a lot of wings isn't it? A lot, of your, your, a lot of your wonderful wings I must say. It is a lot of wings, a, very, a hell of a lot of wings, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Well, well, congratulations on, on getting that. It's so good to see that you've, you've grown in the, that time. I always keep an eye on you. I love your food. So congratulations. Thank you very much. And um, thank you to you guys, the podcast, and the support that you guys are giving us, as well as everyone else. But the support that you guys with the initial the podcast we did, because that really helped us at the time as well, and it made us... It kind of, yeah, made us think that we mattered, yeah, yeah? Um, in the sea of takeaways and stuff. It kind of, it gave us a bit of, yeah, it was really nice and going on, because yes, we know your address by heart. <laughs> um, and, but no, thank you for your support. My pleasure. Well done. Thank you. So I'm here with Eva from Blossoms Flowers. Um, so thanks for, for joining us today, um, coming to our little party and uh, having all the previous guests on for the, the past two years. Um, so when you came on the podcast, Eva, you, was, you were still on Osborne Road, weren't you? Yes, I've been. Hi, everyone. <laughs> yes, it was still um, Osborne Road. Now we moved over a year ago and it's been amazing in a new place. So, you've moved from Osborne Road and you sit opposite, um, is it the, the meat and two, the meat, meat and barrel? Yeah, and what is that, is that, is that class as Palmerston Road? Yeah, that's still Palmerston Road, yes. And so, what does it feel like thinking about where you were in your business when you came on the podcast as to like where you are now? Do you feel really settled there now? Yes, yeah, so it's been four years now for the business and um, as I always heard from everyone, you need first three years to set up your customer base and to if you will survive that, it could be just better. So it is. I'm happy. I'm, I'm still here. I've got my loyal customers and new ones as well because the new location is really great and it's really taking the attention passing people so everyone wants to check up what, what is inside so yeah I'm, I'm quite busy and happy. <laughs>
Oh, that's so lovely to hear. And what I love is I love how you always do the most amazing windows. And you've got your Christmas window up now. So for anybody listening, please pop down to Blossoms Flowers uh, to go and look at the wonderful window, the Christmas window, and then step inside and come and have a look at all the lovely things that you're selling. Because it's not just flowers, is it? No, so in the Christmas window, we've got loads of Christmas decorations and really cute little fairies, uh, gnomes and bits for kids. And I can see those happy faces outside looking at the window. Uh, and they, it's so, so lovely to put so many smiles. So, yeah, amazing. Oh, well, thanks, Eva. Thanks for, for joining us today. And um, it's lovely to see that your business is going really well. And I can't wait to pop down and, um, and come and chat to you about that time and over that four years. Well, I'm with Jim from Herbie's, which is a shop me and my wife go to all the time. Luckily, very locally um, located for us. So, Jim, we spoke um, nearly two years ago now. A lot has gone on since then. So what's been happening with your, yourself and, and what have we got to look forward to in the future? Well, uh, yeah, lovely to see you, John. Um, it's um, yeah, been a very interesting time for us all. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, Baptism of Fire, I guess, when we reopened in March 2020. Um, yeah, very uh, interesting time. Um, but yeah, and we've been lucky enough to be open, obviously, throughout that time. So that was obviously, uh, you know, really fortuitous. Um, and I think we've, um, yeah, I think it's been a really good way of engaging with the community. I think we've, a lot more people kind of made aware of us, I guess. Um, and yeah, it's uh, we've fast-tracked a few things, you know, from things like deliveries, obviously, given the nature of the lockdown. And uh, uh, yeah, the website, various other bits and pieces, but um, all told, I mean, under the circumstances, uh, yeah, it's, it's been enjoyable in, in, its, in its way, yes, definitely. So, so are you noticing, you know, the people coming to your shop, are you noticing the demographic, is that changing at all, or are you getting the same kind of people in? I mean, I think we have a really good core of regulars, uh, which is lovely, and kind of what I hoped it would be like in, in you know, somewhere like Albert Road with such a strong community spirit. So we certainly have our regulars, but yeah, we've had a really, uh, we've got a really kind of diverse demographic now. I think coming in, uh, one of the things I guess that people were maybe drawn to us during the lockdown, maybe I don't know, people kind of like you know, eschewed kind of supermarkets and things perhaps, or uh, you know, got more in touch with their local shop, uh, you know, on their doorstep. People working. I was always noticing the queues outside your shop. That was for sure, which gives you shows how um, how popular it is. Well, that was uh, as you say. It was a really, I mean, under the circumstances again, but it was lovely to see and uh, felt really, really well supported. Um, but yeah, people have been really, really, really positive about the shop, which is great. And it's also lovely to see new customers coming in. We've had you know, more students and things like that, so people back yeah. in, you know, things like that. Certainly in the last couple. Of the months. students are back now at the university, so you're going to get more of that. Aren't you? Exactly, and that was something that was obviously hasn't been able to be the case for the last year or so. So, no, it's been great to well, you know, welcome back kind of regulars, obviously, but uh, put ourselves out there and um, yeah, and have some, you know, really, really, you know, makes life very interesting in the shop and more enjoyable having a mix. So, so for people who maybe you know don't know about you, I'm sure that's few and far between. But who don't, how do they find out about you? Because you do deliveries, obviously, so they don't have to be around the corner. How do they find out about you? Uh, well, they can find out about us. We have a website, so herbieshealthstore.co.uk. Uh, we're on uh, yeah, the top end of Albert Road, so near Hunter Gatherer and South East Side. The best end of Albert Road. I don't. I mean, that's not for me to say, John, but <laughs> I won't argue with you there. Uh, so yeah, you can you can find us on all the socials as well: Instagram, Facebook, uh, Herbie's Health. 
So, uh, yeah, 241 Albert Road. So that's where we are. Well, I must say, when I was going for a very poorly type last year, you were a godsend to me, and uh, me and my wife love your shop and so glad you're there. So keep doing what you're doing because it's, it's fantastic for the community. Bless you. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Cheers. Thank you. Well, I'm with Sharla from the Grateful Hearts Club. Now, we met you, Sharla, now two years ago when this was all starting on. What's been happening since then? Well, a lot has been happening actually, John. I guess that was the very start of my kind of business journey. I didn't really know what the Grateful Hearts Club was. I designed some gratitude cards that help people kind of write down how they felt about gratitude and what they were grateful for. But I guess if you think about what's happened in the world in the last few years, we've all been on a bit of a journey with gratitude. And I was in a place where I had to make it my full-time job, so I had to find new ways to kind of communicate the, the message. Mm. I created a series of workshops, which I rolled out over the whole of lockdown. I spoke to people all over the country and all over the world, really, um, mm. different countries, and just connecting around gratitude and trying to work out new ways to find joy in life when so, so your audience has really expanded then hasn't it but for those who don't um uh, maybe don't know where to go to find out more about you where would they go so definitely um check out the grateful hearts club i do have a new community project called the grateful arts club <laughs> because i really recognize that in order to kind of come together and celebrate what we're grateful for and especially in our creative city where there's so much art and artists and creativity the grateful arts club is a new project which engages uh, young people in gratitude but through art so i've just started that and i'm going to set that up as a community interest company so that will actually be a second business yeah. so there's been a lot of changes since um since we first spoke excellent well i'm so pleased that you're still going and I see, I see you around a lot as well. Um, so um, congratulations and good luck in the future. Thank you. So we're here at the South Sea Deli with Dan and um, we're actually holding our two-year podcast um, get-together in his new um, space um, and we're really happy. So it's lovely to have you here, Dan. So can you explain to people about where you were when you came on the podcast and what's been happening since? It's, yeah, it's been a, a crazy couple of years. Um, when I first came on the podcast, we had the small deli at the end of the road. We were running a few supper clubs, running a few little workshops. I was still just, I guess, testing things, figuring out what people wanted, what they didn't want, just figuring out how we can really fit into the community and what we can do and what gaps we can fill. Um, and yeah, what a journey it's been since. Obviously, we'd never even heard of coronavirus at that time. Um, but that, that was a curveball that came our way. We also, in that period, decided to relocate the business. So we'd grown out of the first shop we were in on Victoria Road. Um, we found a bigger premises, just a 30-second walk away, which was perfect for us um, on Elm Grove. And it's, that was a really great move. It was hard work doing it in the middle of a, a, a pandemic, trying to get builders and plumbers and things to come and work for you and, and sort stuff out. But we did it, we moved where we got a lot more space, a lot more footfall, and it really helped the business to, um, to take off. And yeah, it's been really good fun. 
Oh, I'm so pleased. And what I really love, Dan, is that you've kept that big table. Because that was the thing that I loved when you first opened your premises. That big table was a real talking point because people had to sit around it. And people that didn't actually know each other ended up having conversations, didn't they? No, they did. We loved that table. And it, we were quite... Well, I think I was very stubborn to keep it. The amount of times people would come in and say, oh, we would have a coffee with you, but we don't like sitting at the big table. And I thought, no, no, that's not right, because enough people do like sitting at the big table. We're going to keep it. It's what, it's what we do. It's who we are. And we're sticking with it. And we did. But now, luckily, we've given it a, a bit of a refurb. We've given it a spruce up. We've still got it. It's still the heart of who we are. But we've got a bit more seating around the edges, too. Yeah and, yeah, and that's the thing, in this new space, which is, I'm just sat in the cookery school bit at the moment, aren't we? Um, and it's amazing that you've got a lot more space to do all your cookery classes. But, but if people come in to have a coffee or something to eat, there's, there's little tables scattered all around and not, not just the big table. They've, they've got choices, haven't they? Yeah, it's about giving people options. Um, if, you, if you're by yourself and you're up for a chat with some other people, sit at the big table and it, it always ends up being sociable. But we've created areas where you can sit and have a private coffee and catch up with your friend. You can sit in the window and just stare out and um, either do some work on your laptop or just watch the world go by. There's always, um, there's always some interesting characters in Elm Grove to observe. So. Yeah, so I mean for people listening that have not been into um, the new South Sea Deli with the new cookery school part to it, um, what I will say is that I love how um, the side where you go and grab a sandwich or you go to the deli counter, you really get that deli experience now because you've got a lot more stock and produce. So people, I mean you were always famous for doing the South Sea Deli Christmas hamper box. So that's definitely going to be up and running this year, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. We've, um, we're, we're really geared up for hampers this year. We've got, we've got loads of boxes and fillings and amazing goodies ready to go in them. Um, we're taking orders already, so I've got a little uh, file of, of customer orders um, starting to build. We're doing free delivery the week before Christmas. If you want a hamper delivered to a house anywhere in Southsea uh, or Portsmouth on the island, we'll do that the week before Christmas. Um, or you can just pop in, have a browse, choose some things and make your own. Oh, lovely. Well, thanks for everything today, Dan, and it's been so nice to speak to you again. Well, I'm with Connie from Package Free Larder. Now, we filmed, I filmed a video at your premises not long after you opened, and that's nearly two years ago now. So, how's things and, and what's going on now? What's happened since then? So we have got so many more products since we started opening, uh, since we opened, sorry, and um, we have grown massively in terms of our volunteers and in terms of our product offering as well. So thanks to Portsmouth City Council, just a month or so ago, we launched our bike delivery service. So as well as offering plastic free products for people who come into the shop, um, we also have a click and collect service where you can pay online and we'll pack it for you. And now you can pay online and we'll pack it for you and we'll deliver it to you in an e-cargo bike. So completely. Yes, yeah. so, sorry. So, so those bikes are from, I think, is it South Sea Cycles that started that all off? Yeah, and it's an amazing way, isn't it, to deliver a product that you want to get, keep that carbon footprint to the floor and, um, and also use a local business. 
Yeah, it's fantastic. We're so thankful to um, South Sea Cycles and Portsmouth City Council for offering us that. And now we can reach even more people as well. Um, but to answer your question, it's going really well. It's really lovely to see people come in either for the first time and they're really intrigued and never been here before and just in awe of what we have. And then the other amazing part is seeing regular people who I know shop with us every week or a few times a week and they'll bring like a, a horde of Tupperware pots and I know that um, for me the best thing is seeing people come back and seeing them make all these different swaps and our team is just absolutely amazing. We've got um, over 60 volunteers in the shop now and they're all so creative and so lovely and they just make the shop what it is which is just a huge bundle of everybody's ideas and passion and it's a great that's, thing. That's excellent and so if maybe someone hasn't heard about you I'm sure there's not many out there who haven't so how do they find out more? Um, so we are Portsmouth's first and only plastic free supermarket so you can either just search Portsmouth Plastic Free Supermarket and then you'll find our name, we're the Package Free Larder. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram and our website which is thepackagefreelarder.uk. Excellent, well so glad you're still there, I love what you do there and, um, and there'll be so much more coming in the future as well. Thank you so much, John. So I'm here with Tim Ames, who we had on the podcast, one of our very first guests that we had, probably before Christmas uh, 2019. So welcome, Tim. And so when you came on the podcast, you were doing lots of things in Southie. You helped Wendy at the apothecary. You helped do her marketing campaign and she was working on um, a new product you helped her with the product design so um, now you've you've sort of been out of Portsmouth in London haven't you and for people listening you are going to be part of the We Shine Festival aren't you so, so can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah certainly um yeah for the for the We Shine thing I was I was very lucky that In Motion Portsmouth uh, reached out to me through Instagram and asked me if I'd like to do something for their like, incredible projection project. Yeah. And um, of course I would, because it's wild. It's, it's going to be it's just exciting, it's 200 foot tall, it's motion and light, and it, it's all honestly incredibly exciting. So, so what can people expect? So what can people expect when they when they come along maybe this weekend? What can they expect from from this um, installation that's going to happen? I'm doing it's a huge huge mural because well a number of reasons. One being I'm very very new to animation, uh, so there's only so much I can do. But also I, it's it's on the side of a building. It's it's huge. It's on a wall. In my head, I thought, what better to have here than to have like a giant mural? So the animation is um, a mural being spray painted on the side of the wall. And it's this kind of big, hopefully lovely mural of the South Sea Seafront. And actually, it was quite exciting because I've never worked at this scale before. So I try to put in little strange things as well. So there are tiny little details that on my, on my little laptop screen were invisible. And then I'd zoom in and zoom in and zoom in and be like, oh yeah, there's that thing I was working on. And then I'd check the grid and I'd find out it was four foot tall. You know what I mean? Like there are tiny details that I'd have to zoom in five times on my screen, but in real life will be four foot tall. <laughs> so, God, I hope people can see them. But yeah, I, I, I snuck in like little weird things and 
But honestly, it's, it's nice being in London. I'm glad I moved. But it did allow me to see how special Portsmouth is in a way that I hadn't noticed in a long time, I think. I think I'd been here too long and I kind of took for granted all the wonderful things here. And it gave me an opportunity to look back and yeah, just draw things that I, I like and that I love and that I missed. It's, it's actually, the mural is mostly, it's a strip of the South Sea seafront that I used to walk all the time with my dog. And being able to draw it again and thinking about it again it felt quite special. And I, I hope people like it because, uh, you know, I, I, I tried quite hard on it and uh, it's going to be huge. So if people don't like it, they'll be able to see it for miles around and not like it at great distance. And so sort of thinking about the mural, how it's going to be projected onto the side of a building probably, um, will, will there be some kind of picture or written things that you'll share with people about where the ideas came from? Are you going to put something in paper form or something that we can see? You know, once that mural that's been on the projection has gone, what I mean is will there be something physical that we'll be able to look at and sort of say, oh, that's Tim. Ames's work and you know I remember that from the We Shine festival. Oh it would be lovely to think that. To be honest I think it will live on only <laughs> in the hearts and minds of children. <laughs> uh, by which I mean on my Instagram. I'll, I'll be posting it on my Instagram. Uh, especially as I was able to kind of gently coerce my brother into making music for it. <laughs> so uh, yeah I'm, I'm going to be posting all mural all the time for a couple of weeks I think. Oh, it's brilliant. Well, I'm so glad you were able to join us here today, Tim. It's so nice to see you again. It feels like so long. And, and thanks for joining me and John um, celebrating our two years on the podcast. Thank you. So I've got Wendy Budd here from um, Bud's Herbal Apothecary. Um, so we chatted uh, probably nearly two years ago now. So what's been going on since that? A lot has been going on, you know, in the world. What's been going on with, um, with your business? Well, we had lockdown um, and thankfully we were allowed to stay open because obviously we're healthcare um, and a lot of people do rely on their herbal medicines. Um, so we were really lucky. Um, I don't know what I would have done if I had to have stayed at home for, for those lockdowns. So we've been incredibly busy. Um, so thankfully we've been probably one of the businesses that actually has done quite well um, throughout lockdown. So we've been open the whole time um, and feel just really blessed. A bit tired. <laughs> A bit tired. Yeah, so, uh, with COVID, you know, we're going to mention the C word, aren't you? And your business style or plan may have changed a little bit, but also what kind of products has that, you know, what has bubbled up that people are really um, interested in, you know, for that particular reason? So I think COVID has encouraged people to take control of their health and improve their health where they can. So, you know, basically people coming in buying vitamin D, zinc, you know, those, those, those sorts of things. Um, but also perhaps because people can't get the doctor's appointments perhaps as, as they would, so people tend to come to us, um, for, you know, for the over-the-counter things that perhaps they actually don't need to go to the doctor for so we see a lot of you know common colds sore throats things like that but also 
the more chronic illnesses, people would book in for a private consultation for, you know, digestive health, skin health, menopause, um, but mainly mental health. I mean, I think that's the that's the real biggie that's come out of this, um, and especially for younger people. Really, um, quite sad that yeah. you know. I think the lack of connection, being on social media, has caused a lot of anxiety and depression for young for young people. Yeah, we obviously don't want that kind of thing to carry on, but there are some some positives that come out of this, aren't there? Um, do you think people will carry on or just go back to their old ways? I would like to think that people would carry on, but humans are creatures of habit. And I think they'll be 50-50, perhaps, people that do go back to their old ways. Um, but also there is more younger people taking control, you, you know, going to the gym, exercising, running. I mean, gosh, during the first of lockdown, everybody took up running, <laughs> yes. didn't they? I mean, so there were some real positives out of that. Um, so I would say 50-50. Well, I think what you're doing is amazing. I think, I mean, we're in this room now, we're at South Sea Delhi, I mean, there's so many wonderful people here and businesses that are going on and I'm so glad that it, you know you've got so much from a very dark time and are still going into a better time yes well it's our 10-year anniversary yes in February we're actually open 10 years on the 22nd of the second 22 so we'll have to get together and we'll do a little um, chat then and we'll talk yeah. about the whole journey the 10-year anniversary well that would be fantastic thank you so much Wendy it's always a pleasure to meet you thank you thank you thank you well, that was a lot of fun, Lou, wasn't it? And I, I love these kind of events. We managed to get a real great group of people in. And, and actually, and there's so many other people out there that we couldn't um, speak to, who couldn't get involved. You know, it's um, we're so lucky to have such a strength in depth with the people that we we, we deal with and, and are able to get to this event. So, you know, if, if any, Lou, what do you reckon was your highlights? Well, I really loved that, you know, there was a lot of independent business owners sat around that big rustic table mm. um, at the deli. And I really like that, you know, they were really chatting and that, you know, people were chatting to each other. And and maybe there were a couple of people that didn't really know each other very well. Um, mm. You know, it was nice to see Natty. He was sat and chatting to people that, you know, He'd not really yeah. met, before, but he, you know, I think it was lovely. It was a lovely atmosphere, and part of me felt that I wanted it to go on and on and on and have a big party. <laughs> yes, it would be nice <laughs> to go on a bit longer, wouldn't it? Because it was such a lovely atmosphere, but you know, obviously, we couldn't do that. Um, but it's just nice, you know, those moments of you know, it's very rare to get that many people yeah. in a room all together at the same time. And they were making the noise of a hundred people, they were just <laughs> chatting away so so naturally, like you say, and some of them may never have, have met you know met, met each other so that well that was great to see and also willing to come up and have a chat with us wouldn't they i mean we got we had we had dan wendy natty or there was eva from blossom flowers um and so many brilliant people that we've met over the last few years yeah yeah it's been a lovely experience and all that we can say to listeners is you know listen out for the next two years and let's mm. see you know who else comes on and hopefully you know we'll we'll enjoy that you know 
all that's going forward our lovely journey in our podcast John. yeah and let's do this again lou because i love that oh and, and one of the highlights of the evening were the uh, mince pies by dan from south sea deli <laughs> if you get a chance and you're popping past his, his wonderful place and go in and grab one of his um his mince pies and there's and, and a loads more as well in there you can, you can spend a lot of money very 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 quickly so let's yeah. do it again lou shall we yeah definitely excellent Thank you.